This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and we are on episode 57, I Am a Believer. So we are into the month of December, and we talk a lot about Santa Claus, right? Well, oh my goodness, I remember being a little girl and so wanting to just believe in the magic of all the goodness around. And why not? Why can't we? I am a believer. Now, I've learned things along the way, but I still have a desire to be a believer. I've always been that way. What are you? What's something about you? I've been a believer in many things, and I've thought about it. How has that come about? And I want to talk a little bit about the words I am because they are creative statements. And so I recognize that I am a believer is I am creating that. I'm creating being a believer. I remember when I started to find the power found in words and I was listening to another life coach and she gave me permission to, she said, give yourself permission to just believe it could be true that you could change your life by changing your words. And I remember I thought, okay, I can do that. I can just believe I can work on believing because we have to believe first to then find truth to it. There's a saying I've learned in church that says faith without works is dead. You can't just have faith in something and then not work towards it. So my understanding of Santa Claus today and Santa Claus as a nine-year-old little girl is different in some ways, but yet very similar because Santa Claus represents giving gifts to those that have been good. And I still believe there's a Santa today and there's still good people and we give. So my awareness has changed some, but the belief is still there. There's power when we think of I am. I've always been a believer since I was a little girl, and I continue to be a believer in many things today. One of those things is in building this coaching and speaking business. I've been reconciling my books for the end of the year. And to be honest, 2021 had so many good things happen. But there was a lot of things that didn't go quite how I wanted. And as the year wraps up, I would imagine some of you can relate to this. 
you're going, wow, I didn't expect this to happen in 2021 or this. Or maybe I did and they've happened just how they were supposed to. It's just I had a different plan in mind. For me right now, it's practicing letting go of my outcomes, letting go of how I think it should be and focusing on how it just is. I've heard so much lately people talking about where you focus determines how you feel. And I'm like, yes, I'm hearing it more and more. More people are talking about this. Our focus determines our reality. Where are we focused? Napoleon Hill has said, whatever you think today becomes what you are tomorrow. That's how creative words can be. What we think today is what becomes tomorrow. Now, I wish it was always that easy, quick, right? It'd be nice to think today, those positive things, those things, those things that are good, and then see them manifest tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't always mean tomorrow, I don't think. At least it hasn't in my life. I have to be patient. I have to be persistent. But we want to visualize our desires. We want to think about them. We want to wonder why we have those desires. We want to tap into the power of curiosity. As we put on curiosity, our life continues to grow. Our subconscious mind does not know the difference between what it reads and what, or excuse me, what is real and what is imagined. But I guess that goes with reading too. It just reads and puts the stuff in, but it doesn't know if it's real or not. So we need to make sure we're putting goodness into our lives because it has such a powerful effect. It is the word effect. The words we put on matter. They will affect our lives. What we say to ourselves, what we think to ourselves, our subconscious mind matters. So a lot of these podcast episodes, I hope you guys know that they're just awarenesses. Bringing ourselves back to an awareness every single day, pulling ourselves back into today and becoming aware to the thoughts and words I'm putting on today. Because I might have known yesterday to put on powerful, uplifting thoughts, but then today, if I allow myself to begin to focus on what's not going right, the focus continues to go down a negative spiral until I catch myself, become aware, and go back to, wait a minute, I'm a believer in the power of words. I'm a believer that there are good, amazing people still out in the world. Every... December, we do a neighborhood uh, scone and hot chocolate night is what it's called. And it's grown over the years. I think we've done it, I don't know, 10 years or so. And I think back about how it started. And there was a need 10 years ago that my husband and I both saw. And one of them was, we just didn't want to give another neighbor gift. We just didn't need any more. We hate, we hated to make people give them to us and everybody was just exchanging things. And we thought, let's put this together. And we, we had this idea and we put it out and some people maybe didn't like it in the beginning, but over time it's, it's amazing. And now today it's, it's pretty remarkable what's happening with, 
with people gathering. There's power in gathering. There's power in consistency. There's power in believing in something bigger than yourself. So we do this scone and hot chocolate night and we allow people to donate to what the angel tree, which is um, through the Salvation Army. And then we allow youth to go shopping for other kids in need. It's a beautiful experience. And people will always say, oh, thank you for all the hard work. And I just think I, I don't do much. I just help organize and do a few things here. But the hard work is everybody does a little and that makes a lot. But it starts by having the thought, having the idea, the creative statement, like, I want to do this. I want to try this and giving it a try. So back to my finances and my, you know, my bottom line for 2021, it maybe didn't go exactly how I thought, but boy, have I learned a lot and I'm still just moving forward step-by-step. Step. I've learned from mistakes. I've grown from mistakes. I've learned new things. And I hope you have too. Know what you are saying to yourself, because what you are saying, you'll end up receiving. Maybe not exactly how you thought, but be careful for what you ask for. Several years ago, I was struggling pretty severely with depression and anxiety. And I, I remember praying specifically to God for three things. And he has since answered all three of those things. Now they weren't answered exactly how I would have answered them, but they all were answered. And I always think, wow, be careful for what you pray for. As you throw those words out to God, you're going to get something back. So let me just go through the process of the I am statement really quick. There's a book called Promptings, Your Inner Guide to Making a Difference by Cody Bateman. I recommend this book. He's the founder of Send Out Cards. I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I pulled it out the other day as I'm working on my retreat. So we're going to have one of the activities we're going to do is kind of an I am time where we start to think about who I am as each individual woman that comes, who they are who they believe they are and learning to say it and acknowledge it and then ask if there's room for growth. But step one of the process is um, first learn what your old limiting beliefs are and recognize them. Like I said, finding those awarenesses, finding what you're spending your time focused on. If we have no awareness to this, then we there's no way to change. We have to have something to measure. We want to notice when we're being negative. As we begin to notice it, we then can regain the power to choose if we want to stay there or if we want to look at something differently. Step two, create new I am statements with positive, precise, and powerful language. And I love all those words, positive, good messaging, precise, be very specific. Remember I told you about my prayers. When I was specific in my prayers, I got answers. When I'm general, I can't see the answers. Be very specific in what you're wanting. And then powerful language. The words we put on and say to ourselves and say out loud, release the vibration. 
We want to notice how we feel when we're talking. Have you ever been around someone and after you've heard them talking, you leave or you walk away and you notice like, I don't like how I feel. If not, become aware to this. When people talk to me, when I'm around people, I can feel goodness or not so much goodness. I can decide I don't really like being around that person. They don't help me raise my life. So as you begin to create these statements, um, these things, these things that you want to be, then you want to ask yourself the next question, what's your why behind each statement? Like, why do you want to be a believer? Or why am I becoming a coach or a speaker about the power of words? When I have defined my why my desire and dreams open up to that. The why needs to be compelling to help you keep moving forward. So for example, I am hosting a retreat. I am a retreat host. I am a coach and speaker who has a mission to share about the power of words. And I wanted to do it through a retreat. And I had all the ideas, you guys, all these ideas kept coming to me and I kept putting them in my notes on my phone. And then I heard this little thought say, it's time to do it. And I thought right now, but I don't know how to do it. And the next thought was, well, it's time to begin. So I started and I had to go back to my compelling why many times because learning the back end technology behind hosting a retreat, putting the money up front before you know if anyone's even going to come, even telling people your idea and that you want to do this can bring up a lot of uncertainty. I'm just saying. But I am a believer in what I do. And my why helps me continue to move forward. So when I start going, ah, I go back to my why and what I'm accomplishing. And the other night I was laying in bed and I woke up in the middle. Well, I was asleep actually. I woke up and I just was visualizing in my dream. I didn't even plan to do this, what the retreat was going to go like. And so I think about that all the time. So speaking of the retreat, it's called the gathering retreat and you women out there, that have been listening to me for a while, I invite you to come. I challenge you to come. Because your, your brain's going to tell you, I don't have time. I don't have the money. I can't make this work. It tells us all that. I've heard that so many times, and I used to listen to it all the time. As you take the steps, take the faith to move forward in any aspect of your life, it will provide a way. Remember how I said faith without works is dead? We have to not only have faith, we have to take the actions. And the way we do that is where we decide today how we want to feel. And the fourth step is to visualize your I am statements. And I kind of shared with you how I visualize. I visualize interacting with women. I visualize where we're at. I visualize the experience. And I think about it. Because what I think about and what I put on each day is what I will create. And I want this to be an amazing experience, not only for the people that attend, but for myself. 
because I am still working on becoming as we all are. It's progress over perfection. Remember that during this time of year. As you are a believer, keep trying. Recognize the good. Appreciate the amazing. And give yourself some grace for the learning that we all continue to go through. The last thing I want to share was out of the book Promptings. It says, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. Let me say that again. What is easy to do is also easy not to. Putting on the power of words is something that can be almost so easy that we don't recognize or appreciate the significance of it. At least I didn't for many, many years. And as I asked God to help me change my story to be the one that it was supposed to be, the reason I was sent here, I learned this simple truth that the words we put on matter. I continue to share that any chance I get, and I invite you to practice putting on words that will help you to create your most beautiful life. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insides. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today? today?